Chaldeans with uh, Jonathan Gasso and Jeff Oral from Park Home Healthcare. Park Home Care, not healthcare. Yeah. Um, Preventative and restorative care. Thank you. And that's what the Park uh, acronym is, right? That's right. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what you guys have to offer, uh, your company, the way it started. Sure. Um, here with Junior Junior Binu also, as you guys as you all know. Um, so why don't one of you guys kick it off and let us know uh, about Park? Okay, uh, Park Home Care is a home health care agency. We provide skilled care, not non-skilled care. Um, what we do basically is, if a patient gets discharged from the hospital, a nursing home, or even if your doctor prescribes that this patient needs home care, mm-hmm. we send a physical therapist, occupational therapist, uh, a nurse, whatever the patient might need to provide skilled care inside their home. Now, to qualify for this, the patient has to be homebound. So in order to be homebound, it has to be very hard to leave the house. Right. Or you need assistance with somebody to leave the house. It has to be some type of a taxing effort to leave. Sure. And then once we get into the house, we assess what the patient needs in terms of getting back to independence, um, being safe, preventing falls, whatever the diagnosis may be uh, for the patient that the doctor ordered. So you're coming to them, they're not coming to you in most cases. Yeah, and you know, a lot of our community, it's hard for them to leave the house anyway. Yeah. And especially our older population, some right. of them don't have caregivers, some of them live alone in uh, low-income housing, yep. like the one by the church in Southfield. There's uh, one on 13 Orchard Lake. They're, they're all over yeah. Michigan. There's a new one. Uh, there's a new one by St. George or St. Joseph. building a new one by St. Yep. George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, is that open yet, by the way? Uh, it is open. They haven't done like an official grant. These are retiring homes? More or less. Okay. More or less. But so. still need home care inside right. these, right? Yeah. Because I remember like when we grew up, it wasn't um, available like it is today. It was really frowned upon. It's you took them inside your home. Yeah. You took care of them as best yeah, as yeah. you can, whether it was the kids that were helping out or it was, um, you know, our parents or what yeah. have you that did that. So it's evolved. And I think the first one was uh, for... Uh, our community was the Southfield Church, I believe, that we are uh, right next to it opened up that. I believe. That's as far home, as I know, probably like 15 citizen. years ago, maybe. Yeah, that was the like first. Because yeah. they were a little bit timid. The, the older people didn't right. want to leave their right. families and be into this. So. Well, this service allows people to stay at home yep. now, and there's not, there's not the total need for a retirement home or whatever. Right. Yeah, and especially now, hospitals, especially if a patient goes to the hospital, Hospital stays are getting shorter and shorter. Correct. Yeah. You know, like 10 years ago, people were staying in the hospital for a week, yep. two weeks. Now they're they're trying to discharge you as fast as you can to get Turn you and home. earn. Mm-hmm. Turn and earn. So two things because of that. They're trying to save money because staying in a hospital costs a lot of money for Medicare and any other insurance you might have. And then two, the patients want to go home anyway. Yeah. Sure. The more you stay in the hospital, the weaker you're, you're going to get. You're more prone to infections. So they're trying to get the patient home. As fast yeah. as possible. So actually, monetarily speaking, home care, uh, as of right now, and probably will continue to be the most uh, least expensive form of treatment possible. And that's why a lot of things are starting to venture towards telehealth, right? So even the doctors themselves will somehow find a way to get into the patient's homes because mm-hmm. seeing them in the hospital system or the mm-hmm. nursing home system is just becoming too expensive. And that's something we provide. Yeah. So these, these are insurance. These are ins- insuredly covered people. So yeah. how does one go about? Say someone's sitting at home now that that doesn't know whether they qualify or sure. don't qualify. How do they get themselves qualified for the insurance program or maybe some governmental assistance to have uh, to be one of your? Uh, well, first, if they have any question, they can call our office right away. Okay. Most of the time, um, these patients have Medicare and Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Medicare covers home health services one hundred percent. So you don't even need to use your Medicaid. 
unless you might need some assistive devices or something. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Another thing is there's a hotline they can call to get more information from their Medicare, or you can go to medicare.gov to give you some more information. But it's not just Medicare. Blue Cross Blue Shield covers it. Mm -hmm. All the major insurances actually cover. There's a there's a a lot of insurances. I mean, they all have their own back end steps that patient doesn't need to worry about. That's what we worry about. Yeah. But in terms of qualification, I mean, if they are covered by some of these more larger insurances, right? Humana, Cigna, Aetna. You know, there's there's even more than that. Uh, If you are covered under that more than likely you're going to be eligible for home care services and a lot of our people uh, you know anyone born january 1st uh oh, we had a lot a of birthdays yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of birthdays for sure so so those people are perfect ideal customers yeah. for you now because they're all getting up in age right, right? The, the baby boomers yeah the baby boomers, if right. they need it you know the, the tough thing for marketing is we don't want to say you need home care come get home yeah. care. right yeah. but uh, unfortunately, like it's something that's a reality that we'll all have sure. to face one day. Yeah. So if you do ever need it, you know, we feel like, you know, our mission statement, what makes Park so great. Yeah. If you do need it, you know, feel comfortable being taken care of by us at Park Home Care. And that's, sorry, I, uh, no, that, yeah. my, my question to you guys is, so I end up, um, let's just say I'm in that position. Yeah. I mean, obviously you cater more towards elder because of mobility. Right. Let's say a guy in my case, I'm. 44 years old and sure. I run into a situation where let's just say like we're saying like I'm in a sling or something and I just can't be doing everything what have you how do I know about park is it that I had to know to get in touch with you or would that be my doctor referring to say there's a great home care service that we work with you know just so I know how to how, how does how do we meet you guys both ways really so me and John are spending a lot of time on marketing right now okay because you know this company was formed over a year ago so we're going around to different doctors. We're, we're hitting all our Chaldean doctors first. But we're, anybody who's in the area, though, we're, yeah. we're making the rounds to everybody that we have relationships with. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, whoever, I don't know who your doctor is, yeah. but hopefully they know who we are by now. Okay. That's one way. The second way is, yeah, you can just call us directly, and then we can call your doctor. I got you. And get the information. So, so it's either referral by either a friend or somebody who's gone through yeah. you guys right. in service, or it's going to be by doctor referral. Uh, to to give that okay, so that's a good way to and, and then, somebody like yourself does sorry no, no, somebody like yourself does qualify okay. so this isn't just aimed at uh, sixty five and older the geriatric population sure. if somebody your age or my age gets has a surgery and they go home a lot of times those patients do qualify for home care mm-hmm. maybe it might just be short lived might be yep. a few weeks you might see me and John um, but then after that we'd like to transition you to outpatient therapy. That's great. And you have uh, nurses, and the, both of you both speak Sureth. You have nurses on staff yes. that speak Sureth that go to the homes and, and could walk anyone through. And then how do you how do you help someone that, that doesn't know how to fill out the forms fill it out that only speaks Sureth? You guys you guys have come across that, I'm sure. We do, you do. And, uh, you know, we train our staff that way. We, we do have a good, strong Chaldean team in place mm-hmm. who speaks uh, Arabic and Sureth. Okay. Um, a lot of times we we just walk them through it. It's just, uh, it's a lot of paperwork in the beginning, yeah. but we take our time to make sure that you know they're signing everything, they understand everything, or there's a family member. Yeah, I was gonna say you'd be surprised at um, you know our our relatives that are elderly that only speak Sudet. Uh, they they can read the important lines. Right, right. They sure. they they'll know a lot more than we sometimes give it credit for. They know. Yeah. They've I mean, been they've walking. been here a long time. Yeah. So yeah. so, so l- luckily they they themselves will make it easy too. But again, you know, with our background, with our Sudet, some of our nurses do speak Arabic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 find ourselves being able to help them fill things out correctly. That's great. Are you guys? Uh, 
since you guys are marketing out there pretty pretty actively yeah. and reaching out to the doctors are you finding where you're keeping up with the with the growth or are you are you looking for more growth yeah. we're definitely looking for more growth um, okay. this is a competitive business there's yeah. a, probably over 400 home care agencies in michigan alone right now and then a lot of these uh, doctors are comfortable with certain agencies. Yeah. So we try to go in there and let them know, hey, you know, I'm Jeff. I'm the physical therapist. I've been doing home care for over 10 years. Yeah. I've been a physical therapist for over 14 years. So we try, and then I we also explain to them, hey, we both we know the language. We have the experience. Right now, we're really just trying to cater to the patient. We're trying to make the experience so so amazing that they don't want to go anywhere else, sure. and they can send that feedback to the doctor. How young is um Park Home Care? When did you guys originate the business? I mean, it would have been 2018 is when we first talked yeah. about it. Summer of 2018 is when we first talked about it. And, I mean, that's that, I would say that's when it became concrete in our minds. Mm-hmm. But then as far as getting the, the name, the logo, I mean, you know, those those took oh, a yeah, few months. Oh, yeah, that takes time setting up. 2018. Yeah. Around there. Did you, you guys, guys what got you guys involved in physical therapy? Or help originally, like yeah. what what did, what made you decide I want to be a physical therapist? So so I'll because t- I'm an occupational therapist, but I'll talk to my experience first. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to um, becoming a professional, like a master of occupational therapy, um, explain what occupational therapy is for the people that don't yeah. understand it or know it. Yeah, so occupational therapy, um, you know, even it's even take it further in the home care arena. With occupational therapy, the focus is on what you can do with your upper extremity, so your upper body and your trunk, so everything above the waist, and how how strengthening those areas of muscle, how um, working on range of motion, your ability to yep. move your arms or, or your hips or your, your core muscles in certain ways, um, how that's going to impact what we take for granted day to day because, you know, everybody here at this table more or less is doing things independently, sure. and we don't... Uh, we don't realize how much of an effort we're using when we go and reach up at a cabinet, right, to go right. to go get a glass of water. Now imagine if you just had um, reverse shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, man, something that I do that's so trivial, so every day, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I I no no longer am able to do. Now factor in also that you are over 75 years old, and that's not going to heal fast. It's going to take some time. Yeah, you're going to need an occupational therapist to help teach you how to use compensatory strategies, other ways to use your other arm. Or if that's not gonna be able to the case, how can we figure out strategies to use the arm that you have um, that's currently surgically, um, you know, been surgically invaded, right? So how do we find ways to work with what you have, right? Are we gonna work on strengthening it? Mm -hmm. Well, there's limitations sometimes with strengthening. You just had surgery a week ago. Are we gonna modify your home? Are we gonna not put every single cup at uh, waist level, so you no longer have to raise up your arm. I didn't think about that. And this right. is all part of your package. This is all part of your yeah. your thought process of entering a home. Correct. Well, every that's, time that's amazing. Walk, every time we walk into a house, we see so many things that uh, I won't. You won't see when you're looking at me. So if right. I'm ever training, because you know we'll also train employees as well. Yeah. And I and I'll ask them for feedback. Like, so what did you see there? Oh, nice. And sometimes they'll be so um, so taken aback by what we observe because mm-hmm. trained clinicians, we are. We've been doing this for so long that we are trained to see certain things. I look at your posture. I see the way you sit, yeah. elbows on the table. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that later, right? Yeah. Patients so, get surprised. Like they, they're like, "Wow, you guys do all that!" Like a lot of times, they don't yeah. know exactly what we do. Well, it's it's um, you were you would have been more help for me a few years ago. I would have probably came to you knowing that you were around if, if today was two years ago. I had a partial tear to my rotary, 
and my labrum has gotten loose. So yeah. I had to figure out how to compensate and work every muscle around it because obviously in my situation, it makes it more difficult. Yeah. But again, I couldn't go through surgery. So I would have came to see somebody like you, right? Is that, that's, is that, that's exactly okay. what How are you feeling now? How's the shoulder it, feeling? It, it's better, you know, at yeah. times, you know, obviously if I ever do the sleep or sure, something, you sure. know, you try to stay away from stuff like that. But I still, from, um, from, the uh, recommendation I'm not supposed to be picking things over 25 pounds yeah. or, but that's hard man you got nieces you got little grandkids you know I'm not grandkids I'm sorry you got um <laughs> godchildren and stuff that are yeah. you know four years old six years old and they come to jump in your arms and they're 60 pounds you know what I'm saying but it's like you feel it yeah. but again you would have been the guy that would have come to see then in that case right. well you can still okay. come in so yeah. like seriously I probably, yeah, as I is, get older it's gonna yeah. be needed this so. is something we do we do a free consultation so let's just say somebody's on the fence they're not sure right Hey, no problem. Come, give us a call. Come yeah. in. We'll assess you. And you talked about the outpatient program. Yeah. So we also have an outpatient physical therapy clinic. Um, it's called Prevent Physical Therapy and Wellness. We're located on Maple and Drake, right here in West Bloomfield. We're right across from Keiko's Dental. Shout out to Jessica Keiko's and go. Reggie Keiko's. <laughs> um, so that's been open since about October 2018. So that's a little bit different than the home care side. This Anybody can come to outpatient physical therapy as long as you're a doctor writes a prescription for it. Okay. Now, there is something also that got passed in Michigan called direct access, where you don't need a prescription right away, but eventually we'll need to call your doctor's office to get a prescription. Okay. I got you. So I'd be able to come see you, you you're could saying? You come in, yeah. Like physical therapy and say, listen, okay. And then from that point, if we feel like we're going to need to continue it more, it's you're going to say, go see your doctor. yep, it's time to see the doc, get the prescription. Go see your doctor, get a prescription. At that point, I've already evaluated you because okay. I can evaluate you without the doctor's prescription. Okay. We'll send them the report, and then we always work in conjunction with all the doctors. Sure. Yeah, that's get important. Get a game plan. Our go. relationship with doctors uh, is very, very important, right? So like Jeff said, with direct access, um, sometimes we can see a patient even before a script is finalized, even, yeah. Yeah. even in home care. But... Okay. But with that being said, we need to collaborate and we need to have a lot of transparency with the doctor. Of course. Someone reached out to us. We sent someone to go see them. These were the findings. Um, they should go see you, right? We, mm -hmm. we, we encourage. It's not even just an encouragement. It's almost mandatory. You've got to go see your doctor. You, you know, there are needs in home care that it looks like we're able to provide. We still need your doctor to sign off on it. Now, do you, did you notice me mimicking your posture now? You look good. <laughs> Hands on the table. You look real Everybody. good. So, Jeff, what about you? What got you into uh So, it's an interesting story. Um, I was about 18 or 19 at the time, and uh, my best friend, a uh, shout-out to Dr. Fadi Alaya from MIU. All right. All right. Um, his you. sister was a pharmacist at the time. So, mm -hmm. at that time, she we were always talking, Jeff, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, and I wasn't sure, I'll be honest with you. So, she's like, why don't you look into physical therapy? So I said, sure, you know. So what I ended up doing is I ended up volunteering at St. Joseph Hospital in Pontiac mm -hmm. at 18 years old oh, wow. in their physical therapy department. I did a once a week every Saturday, and I said, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. I like, I like interacting with people. I like helping people. Um, so then I went to Wayne State. Mm -hmm. um, I, I applied to the program. But then for whatever reason, I decided not to do it anymore. It, it was weird. So I got nervous. There was a lot of changes going on with the insurances and different yeah. things. 9-11 uh, had happened. There's just so much going on. I switched to information systems management, business school at Wayne State, which I did. I got my degree, and, and I hated it. I completely regretted not going to physical therapy school right away. So then I ended up calling Wayne State. I'm like, guys, I know it's been a few years. Remember when you accepted me back in 2002? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we have your application here. So I reapplied. They, they accepted me. And so the rest was history. I've been a physical therapist now for 
over 14 years. I, I love it. My passion is helping people, getting them better. Physical therapy helps with pain management, yep. um, you know, restoring your function. We're like uh, human movement scientists, you know? Sure. We look at the whole body, the way it moves, and we try to figure out ways to help you get stronger, more active, and that's t- and that type of nature. So, so if, if I if let's say if I didn't get a um, doctor's uh, recommendation, prescription write up or what have you, I know my pain because yeah. of an amputated situation. Sure. I know, and I've been down that road. Wouldn't I be able just to walk in and say, you know, guys, uh, you know. I, I need I need this right now. Yeah, I don't feel yeah. like going. Let me just jump through the hurdles you and could. come right to you. So back to direct access. So it got passed about a year ago. Okay. So now anybody can walk right into the clinic mm-hmm. without a doctor's prescription. For the first ten visits, we can treat you, but eventually, after ten visits or thirty days, whichever comes first, mm-hmm. we're going to need a doctor's referral. Okay. Now the sad part is that insurance agencies are not reimbursing us sure, for yeah. this. Yep. So that's why we still kind of go back to the old ways getting a doctor's referral, mm-hmm. calling the doctor, which we still <laughs> want to work with him anyway. We yeah. want to talk about how we can get you better, you know. Would I be able to bypass the insurance and say, listen, I'm not even dealing with it. I don't want to go. You could. I can come in. I just want to just pay you for this. And how many other times I need it, I can just get service through you. Yeah, guys. we do cash. We do cash-based. And then at that point, um, we'll still probably call your doctors. Let them know, hey, yeah. he's coming in uh, for so many visits. Sure. We're going to do cash-based. Yeah, you can definitely bypass. That, that happens in home care, too. Yeah. We still we get in there. There are private pay, and uh, we'll still go through the entire system of how we would do it, even if it was uh, insurance was paying for it. We'll still inform the doctor. We'll still send the doctor all the paperwork, even though yep. the patient's private paying. Again, that's that's a commitment to the industry. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Sure. We won't have to do that, right? It's private pay. Yep. But that's our commitment. That's our commitment to to helping our patients. That's our commitment towards having really good relationships with doctors because marketing can be tough. But and so our, can insurance companies too. They can be a pain in the ass they sometimes. I mean, that's why I want to sometimes it's a jump. Very challenging. Yeah, well, that's why I'm saying if I want to go past that and skip yeah. it, I yeah. sometimes I just would rather financially take the burden on than to go mm-hmm. deal with the stress of talking to these guys to get this, you know, to pass. And to speak to that, uh, Jay, I would say because of our reputation, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that I'm very good at my job. I would say Jeff is obviously very good at his job. We do have private pay clients, mm-hmm. and. Again, it, it can be a financial burden. It'd be almost easier and better if your insurance does pick it up. But mm-hmm. I mean, the insurance industry, the insurance monster itself is, is so difficult to even comprehend that sometimes you just would rather deal with it if you know that what you're going to get is going to be a, a great product or you know service. Yeah. So if someone to come into, so if someone one were to come into the outpatient program, right? What kind of equipment do you have there? What kind of facility? What size of the facility is it? Okay. What does it look like? What would, what would they expect? It's a very beautiful, modern facility. Um, everything's been updated from bottom to top. Um, we have all the different equipment you might see at like your local gym, Lifetime, all the major stuff that we use. Mm-hmm. And then we have semi-private rooms. And then we ha- also have private treatment rooms. And all my tables are the most comfortable and high-low tables to get the patient in and off the tables safely. And also we have a lot of modalities ultrasound, um, something that increases blood flow and stimulation. Sure. I don't know if you ever had yeah, that, that t- What's shoulder. it called? Tens, 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 yep. tens yep. unit. Tens yep. unit. I had to do it because I had an ACL replacement, so I had to use it for that muscle along the quad sure. to be able to stimulate it again. Yeah. Um, besides the modalities, though, like we're very hands-on. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is why our patients keep calling us back and, and requesting us. 
because we don't just push them to the side. Hey, go do your exercises, and I'll see you in a half hour. Right. No, no, we're we're really hands on. Right so, there with us. Um, it, it does take uh, more continued education for manual therapy training. Mm-hmm. So that's something Jeff and I are pretty well versed in, and yeah. continuing to continuing to grow with it. There's always so much to be learned, mm-hmm. but manual therapy is um, also a big part of what we offer that people really like. So they feel like they're getting a massage. Again, to them, it's a massage. Right. To us. We're it's obviously therapy. using yeah we're using manual um, manual muscle techniques mm-hmm. um, for whatever the particular injury may be. Yeah, any joint in your body yep. can get mobilized. So we do something called joint mobilizations, mm-hmm. and we and physical therapists a lot of people don't know this. We can also do spinal mobilizations like manipulations. It's a little different than what a chiropractor does. Yep, uh, we're a little bit more um, localized in that area. But there's programs like there's one at Oakland University where you can get your two year certificate to become specialized in spinal mm. manipulation mm. and that type of thing. So we're always trying to better ourselves yeah. and reach out for continued education. You said you were an occupational therapist. Yeah. And what would I'm you I'm a phys- physical therapist. Okay, so so basically you're going in and working the actual body part by part, needing whatever, and then your biggest thing is... Uh, so, so like I said, you know, referring to the, we call them the activities of daily living. Yep. Again, when you find yourself suffering a setback in life, yep. you forget how to, um, you forget things that you've taken for granted. That's how I like to use it. Um, and so we find strategies. We find strategies and ways to help you do the things that you were doing so easily before. Sure. And we incorporate that from a, a musculoskeletal, musculoskeletal standpoint. So we still do. We still are well versed in, um, you know, muscle muscle education, muscle reeducating. Somebody had a stroke. They work very closely with an occupational therapist to help reeducate um, muscles and, and nerves that they've lost function of in their body. Sure. Now, sure. now, something we've been um, really focusing on of late, part of mm-hmm. our marketing initiative, um, we introduced this program about three months ago, is our opioid step-down program. Wow. So we're huge on pain management. That's that's one of the things that me and John, every patient almost comes to us with pain, like 90%. Yeah. And how do they get rid of their pain? Yep. A lot of doctors, you know, we all know there's an opioid epidemic going on. Yeah, it's been correct. going on since the early 2000s. It's getting a little bit better now, but it's still not where it needs to be. Right. Um, so something we're doing is called an opioid step-down program. So a lot, let's just say you had knee surgery. Yep. So a patient gets knee surgery, their doctor discharges them with Vicodins. Yep. So we all know how addictive these opioids can get. Patients, they have no idea. They're taking it every four hours. They're just, right. they're just mm-hmm. popping their pills, you yep. know? But what we try to do is educate them on the side effects that you are taking an opioid and this is how we want to slowly wean you off these opioids. So it's mm-hmm. called our step-down program. So we call the doctor up. We educate our staff on this. We let them know this patient's taking this type of opioid right now. And we like to possibly wean them off in the future with your permission, obviously. We run it all by the doctor. Mm-hmm. But we keep track. If they're yeah. taking Vicodin three times a day in the beginning, yep. what's your pain tolerance? We write it down. So we have a very like uh, in-depth protocol to it. Yeah. We've had very very high success rate with it. So okay. it seems to be working really well, and it's resonating well with doctors, um, just because they don't want their patients. Is there a name to that program that you guys are? So it's the, it's our opioid yeah. our Do opioid step down program. Step down that's what we refer okay. to it with physicians. The protocols that we have behind the scenes that we have our therapists and our nurses educated on we've seen there's been a lot of success with it and doctors have actually really been um, resonating really well with our mission behind it so how do you get someone to actually admit to abusing the opioid yeah believe it or not there there's a lot of that obviously and uh, we we had a patient who's been on vicodin for 
basically his whole life. Yeah. Um, those guys, once you get addicted, at that point, it is yes. definitely harder yes, to is. wean them off. Mm -hmm. There's still things that, like, <clears throat> somebody like that guy has never tried physical therapy before, occupational therapy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we did have some success. We got him down. We didn't completely get him off his medications. Yep. Right. But even if you can reduce it by 25%, yeah. you don't want to be on these medications. They're just no. masking the pain. Yep. So this is a proactive step. This is a, a program. This is not... You're not trying to cure the opioid addiction. Oh, You're no. just making sure it doesn't get to that point. That's or the or, or weaning them off is what he's right. saying. So, like, right. if, let's use a guy like, uh, we'll go back just a lot because I can go physically. But yeah. when I lost this, they had me on morphine, Percocets, mm -hmm. Vicodins, yeah. um, Tylenol 3 and 4. This was all in a 45-day period because wow. every week wow. it was changing where I I was right. immune to it a right. week it later. Working. wasn't working because yeah. they had me on it. So they would jump me to the next, to the next, to the next. And finally, I just said to myself, hold on. I caught myself having a shot of Hennessy and doing yeah. that to try to, you know. And I was like, whoa. You know, I woke up and was like, man, this is this is not good. I, so I would have come to see them to say, you know, help me with my pain to fall through with this and get me off of this. Or, listen, I need to cut down from four times a day to once if I really need it. And that's where you guys would step in. Yeah, and, th and that's where we'd step in. And, and unfortunately, um, it's still happening now. They're kind of pushing our services to the side still. So somebody might go to a doctor. Who's they? Like the doctors. Like, okay. you know, some of these physicians. Some of these physicians. Now, there's some physicians right away. PTOT first. Yeah. Try yeah. this out before. They might prescribe something like a low dose. Yeah. But a lot of times, patients will get prescribed those opioids right away. And there's no sign of physical therapy in, in their future. Yeah. That's and bad. that's what we're trying to educate the doctors, the nurses, the patients, of course, too. They need to right. know their rights. So there's almost any any physical ailment, there's a physical therapy solution, yeah, too, right? Right. Anything. It could be TMJ. You don't yeah. even think about your jaw. You yeah. have jaw pain? Yeah. We yeah. treat TMJ. Yeah. yeah. So there's a solution. It doesn't have to. You don't have to mask it with. With, with opioids or with right, drugs right. or pharmaceuticals. Right. So, I mean, even if we see other industries are, are promoting how, like, you know, other other forms of holistic forms of medication, mm -hmm. right? Therapy, just like in those other boats, we we have the same thought process. Yeah. There are there are solutions, right? I mean, we don't we don't want to give that false impression that you'll be completely. Uh, removed of opioids. That's mm -hmm. that's a that's a long-term goal we would hope sure. for. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do what we can to educate. So we we do provide them with therapy services. We do tell them about, like you said, the tens unit. A lot of these modalities, um, you can have them now mobile. You can order them. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. uh, again, people anyway. aren't aware of their resources. Right. So you need to hear it from somebody who's skilled. Somebody. So you need to hear it from people who have been doing this. Who who have their yeah. own their own anecdotal stories. I can tell you how many patients of mine have ordered stuff off Amazon because of what we worked on for mm -hmm. the past, you know, month, month and a half. Right? And what are they going to order off of Amazon? So there's, you know, you can order a TENS unit. You can order a mobile TENS unit. You can... Well, let's, let's explain like a TENS yeah, unit. Just, that's yeah, just exactly. That would help you. So transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, it kind of helps by tricking the brain into thinking you're not having pain in a certain area. Mm. So it has like, it has electrodes basically. There's these tiny little electrodes. You can do two or four to cover the body part that, that needs to be treated. Mm -hmm. And you use it for about 15 or 20 minutes and you can increase the intensity as high as you want. And you feel like little yeah. vibrations yep. all over your body. Yep. And, and it really helps actually. And yeah. a lot of patients can just go to Amazon and buy one. Right. Their insurance doesn't Before it. it used to be expensive. I know yeah. it was like $350, $400 when I had, in 2009, I had my ACL replaced. 
I, we had to get it from them, pay them that. You can get them right now for about 80 bucks yeah. or 70, 80, you know. Yeah, like the basic kind. You can yeah. get like the basic yeah, ones. Yeah, basic. What it does is funny. It's like. I've it, had it done through uh, Francis. Yeah, yes, Francis. Yeah. Fran Francis George, Francis McCulley George. You know her. Yep, you, yep Francis is great. Yep. She's very deep into holistic. She's awesome. Yep, yes. yep. So um, she's, uh, if you guys connect with her, I mean, you guys probably can share clients and anything we but, actually we do have a few clients with francis you do shout okay. out to francis yeah, yeah we yeah. all bombs yeah she's my that's my girl neighbor. what do you mean yeah, that's she's, the, she's she awesome cut me up one day yeah everywhere yeah. Did the cupping just just for a quick joke yeah. because she can give a shit less when it comes to telling you how it is yeah. when i first met francis yeah. you know how i met her at powerhouse gym over on orchard lake road yeah. My sister told me about her because of like the whole, you know, pain, what have you. Okay. She shoved her hand right in my mouth, right in the middle of us talking to feel the muscle, how tight it was in here. And she's I said, like, like, what are you doing? And, and she just said, hey, just hold on for a second. Yeah. But yeah, she just goes deep and she doesn't care. She's, pain means nothing to her. Yeah. She's there oh. to put it down. She's not here to comfort you and give you a no. spa massage. No, she's, she's very well yeah. known. That's, uh, very, yeah. that's a very solution-based mindset. And, yeah. you know, we will, we will introduce things that you might find so odd and so peculiar but yeah yep. work with backgrounds with our backgrounds you yeah. know yeah. trust us right she's a really nice patient we actually do share some high profile yep. uh Clients. cash patients yep. with her yep. she, like she's very she's got the, the yeah. industry yeah and uh she actually came to my to our outpatient office yeah and my first time meeting her actually i spoke to her on the phone many very times. nice the nicest person and she's telling me about cupping so she did cupping on you yeah the next day, she comes in with the whole cupping system. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go, Jeff. No questions Thank you. asked. No questions yeah. asked. Thanks for all your advice. Like, what? That's, and then she just it. left. I'm like, Francis, yeah. hang on. Yep. So she's, that's she's her. awesome. So you have uh, you have nurses on on staff, and do you do you contract nurses out also, or is that? Or, or we do. We do work with some contracting yeah. agencies. Okay. There's a lot of those, especially in some areas that are hard to get to, um, downriver, Detroit. Um, so we do contract with some nurses. But our main nurses are all Chaldean speaking. They service pretty much all of Oakland County. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it's not going without saying already, I mean, because home care, you're being treated in your home, mm -hmm. we're not, we don't just look to attract people who live in West Bloomfield, right? Because sure. we travel, we, we get yeah. in our cars and we drive. Yeah. Sure. So, I we're mean. We're bigger in population too right. now as well, too, right. as, as a whole. So, so we see patients in, in pretty much every major county that surrounds. I mean, I would call it a 45, 45 minute drive radius, sometimes an hour. Yeah, whatever it takes, yeah. listen, whatever it takes, If this is what we promise to stand by. As soon as a doctor sends out that prescription, we're there within 24 to 48 hours. Oh, we wow. don't care where you live. And if we can't get there, we're sending somebody who yeah. could. Okay. And then, so home health care is, do you have a nurse that's there all day, some overnight? No, so that would be more uh, hospice private style, duty, correct? Yeah, yep. private duty pay. We're we're yep. more they go and maybe not they could go every day, sure. but the visit usually takes about an hour yeah. or less. Yeah, it's a, it's all depends on the need. So the, the doctor the doctor will say uh, what the need is, and uh, so the visits themselves they're not all day visits as was what you might be thinking of. So it's it's not it's not a not a daycare, Care, but not, not a stay in. So it's a, not a so live in or stay in. Right, caregiver right. programs, right? Yep. So some of these non medical companies they have caregivers who spend time with the not patient. a caregiver, right? Right. So, so this this is it's, someone that's trying to improve this person's and, mobility. And so yep. the difference yes. is or the, a quality of life. So exactly. it's called skilled home care services. You know, okay. company. You know, uh, hospitals will call. Companies will call. Uh, you know, even like law firms will call. 
are you guys a skilled home care service? Because they know, if you're in the industry, you know, there's the skilled services which offer physical therapy, occupational therapy, yeah. speech therapy, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then there are the non-skilled home care companies, which um, they're still skilled, but they're just non-skilled yeah. in the sense that um, they don't send out skilled clinicians. They send out caregivers. Mm -hmm. Caregivers to spend, you know, up to eight to 14 hours, however long, with that particular loved one. And so when your nurses or you guys go to a house, you're, are you bringing equipment with you yeah yeah so that's the that's the beauty of it we we can the tens units yep. um ultrasound machines we're bringing mm -hmm. you know therapy weights, weights, weights. Therapy so it's what stuff we would go to physically driven ourselves to to get to them yeah they're just bringing it, to, bringing to, it to they're you, mobile yeah. bringing it to, to the house gotcha. what's cool about these guys is um their age gap and how they came together like i like you guys have you know you got younger and you got older like we're not yeah. gonna say old school to me you know we're just but but i like that you know you guys have that gap between you yep. guys in age have that ability to offer a little bit of different perspectives in yeah. it what brought you guys together how did you guys come up with this whole thing and i'll be honest with you so uh we used to work together yeah. at our okay. old employer and um i walked into this patient's uh house you know her, her room one day and She's like, John's coming. I'm like, who's John? You know? Yeah. So okay. then and then this guy rolls in. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Like, yeah. you know, he just came in all confident yeah. and ready to go. Sounds like me. Yep. And the <laughs> patient was like, yeah, John did this last time. And this I'm like, well, who's this John guy? I can't wait to yeah. meet him, you know? So then I, I we, we meet, and I felt like I've known him, like, you know, as soon as we started talking. But that was our formal introduction was at a patient's house. Yeah, That's literally. Cool. Like, I'm he, like, so you're Jeff? He's like, you're John? Yeah. That's a great story. So, uh, so we met, and um, I liked the way he was talking. I was just observing everything he was doing, by the way. Good. The way he was talking to the patient and, and what he was doing and how the patient was responding to him. I'm like that's pretty impressive. I didn't know how old he was at that time. Yeah. But uh, I knew he he just started he working. Beard to kind yeah, of he's bring trying to bring up a couple man, years. Yeah. This guy, my brother, I don't get it with them and their beards, <laughs> yeah. man. You guys love. It. I know. I'm sorry. Come I'm on. sorry. Don't bring I'm saying you guys are just. You. Don't bring you right, into this. Right, I don't think. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Andrew. Shaved since I met him. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I will not go clean shaven. It's just guys. I'm already unattractive as it is. You see me without a beard? What do you mean? You guys are good-looking <laughs> well, young men. Let's get a little little personal. Yeah, sure. Birthmeni what to? Birthmeni, I'm, I'm Jeff Oro. Um, yeah. My dad's Samir. My mom's Ahlam. And I have a sister, Anita Oro. Okay. And uh, my brother-in-law is Paul Hakem. I don't know if you guys know him. He's oh, yeah. Paul Hakem's my brother, man. Oh, yeah. you're Anita's brother. I'm no Anita's way. brother. I'm Gloria's first cousin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've known Anita. God, I just... Why you guys yeah. Isn't that crazy you what you started? Yeah. Listen, well, I just ran. I hadn't seen her for a long time, <laughs> yeah. and I ran into her at Sheshbash over on Orchard. And this is the bomb, by the way. Oh, that's great, the great food. Sheshbash so, is no joke. Yep. So I, so I just turned to her for a second, yeah. and, and, and she said, what are you getting? And I said, I'm just ordering. It's pretty good over here. And yeah. she said, by the way, I know you. <laughs> and I looked, I said, you know, I didn't want to be rude and say yeah. something and just be like, yeah. hey, you know, because I don't want to think I'm hitting on her. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Paul. I'm not <laughs> yeah. hitting on her, okay? So but. so I've known Paul, too, since we were kids, you know, uh, Paul and Mike and them. Yeah. Um, so, I, so uh, yeah, I've known her for a yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, my sister's Michelle. I don't know if you ever know Michelle. I mean, if, I, new, but if I met her, I would. But, like, yeah. honestly, I don't know a lot of people, but I know a lot of old people. Yeah. <laughs> now, you tell an old person who oh, Jeff Oro yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, I know who Jeff Oro is right yeah. away, you know, because I've been doing this for 10 years, yeah. working with a lot of these patients. Um, so, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm Jonathan Gasso. Uh, yeah. I mean, my parents are Thamrin and Yeah, but... I'm sure maybe for your viewers, I'm one of the six Gasso boys. Right. Right. <laughs> Salim Gasso's brother. Yeah. Is there really six of you guys? Yeah. yeah. Six of us. Wow. Yeah. Six of us. And um, they got a hardworking mom. She works out religiously yeah. at Lifetime. Well, she's, yeah. yeah, my mom gets yep. to 6 a.m. Sometimes yep. she used to tell me, like, I saw yep. Junior today. Yep. And <laughs> said that. 
So yeah, I'm one of, I'm one of the six boys, and right. uh, very proud to be one of the six boys. Out, I mean, we all conduct ourselves very good well. Good crew, good crew. Yeah, man. solid yep. crew. Tight, tight yeah. boys, man. They're, yeah. Don't make you can't mess with a gasso no. or an atcho, really. No, the that, atchos, well, the atchos and the gasos always growing up. Yeah, <laughs> atchos use the gasos as protection. Yeah, man. yeah, that's what it oh, is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we are we are strength in numbers for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, no, no but, but John is very organized, <laughs> super smart. He's always ahead of the game. We recently just had a survey, by the way, and we passed with flying colors because of this guy. Right awesome, here. beautiful. He's more the warrior in the group. Yeah, I'm more like laid back, like John. It's gonna be okay. I know. I wonder if he's had way too much experience on his hands. <laughs> So he's, he's never worried. I'm like, John, getting out the be, old card. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, John, we need to be worried about this, this, and that. And yeah. he's like, uh, John, we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. That so, comes with wisdom, by the way. Yeah, it is. He's it's not it's smarter. We're he's not, yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, just so you know, we give you a little wisdom with those few years. So, so you're both married with children? Yep, my wife is Rena Oro. Hi, honey, I love you. And uh, I have two sons, uh, Zachary and Jordan Oro, five and uh, almost two. Awesome. Cool. And uh, so your, your wife is a pharmacist. Oh, by the way, my wife is a pharmacist. She works at St. Joe's. And it goes back to, so, uh, yeah, I'm married. I have, I have a young son, Jordan. And, God bless. Uh, thank you. And my wife, she's in school. She's going to be a nurse anesthetist. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that. Uh, What's anesthetist? Work, a nurse anesthetist. <laughs> yeah. Anesthetist. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Um, anesthesia, isn't it? Right. So the, yeah. so the an okay. anesthesiologist comes in. Makes sense now that I yep. heard she correctly. Yep. 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 Anesthesiologist comes in and he. Um, he puts or the she. patient. Oh yeah, he or she puts. Very yeah. true. He or she will put the patient um, under anesthesia. A nurse anesthetist um, supervises and watches, monitors the, yep. throughout the entire case. Oh wow! Um, so dual income. Yeah. So she might have to. You know, she might end yeah, up having you retire. retire yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> she's gonna retire. She's gonna go ahead and you yeah, know put the whole bill a, at the house and everything. That's a possibility. That's a possibility, Jeff. I'm um, looking for a future partner. Yeah. <laughs> no, I may not be. Around. But I gotta say, um, one of the things that I really, really appreciated about Jeff is now, nobody knows this, right? But I just feel like sharing it. Yeah. Uh, I reached out to Jeff. I said, Jeff, can you? Um, can you grab like let's grab dinner and i asked so we're, we're having dinner and we're talking and i was like jeff do you think that i could do this mm -hmm. do you think i could start a home care company yeah um i've got that entrepreneur blood in me i mean with my father with what he does and my siblings so much of them are self-employed or so many of them are self-employed i always knew i wanted to be self-employed i always figured do what you want to do first and then find a way to turn that into a business, a business right? You yeah, can yeah. do anything. It doesn't sure. matter, right? But if you have that entrepreneurial uh, DNA, mm -hmm. you'll find a way to turn it into something. And to be honest, for occupational therapy, it was pretty difficult. You don't see too many outpatient occupational therapy clinics. You even hear, we offer, we offer occupational therapy yeah. at our clinic, but you see how second nature it is to refer to it as a physical therapy clinic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a little bit difficult to find an entrepreneurial side to occupational therapy. But I knew that I liked home care, and I knew that we could, I could find a niche because I'm a clinician. Mm -hmm. I can still treat patients, and I myself am running my own company. So, so what was his answer? No. So I asked Jeff. <laughs> I said, Jeff, do you, think, do you think I could do this? Yeah. And he said, 100%. Mm -hmm. You can totally do this. Awesome. And the reason why I respected it so much is I didn't want somebody... He didn't know that I actually wanted him to do this with me. Yeah. I reached out to him saying, Jeff, do you think I can do this? And then He's joined forces and And then when he told me he never once said, he never once said like, Yeah, let me do this with you. He never mm -hmm. tried to elbow yep. his way in. 
I'm always about trying to help you know anybody. Yep. If somebody wants to start their own clinic, I will gladly show yeah. you the blueprint on how to do it. You know, there's there's Great. enough business and patience for everybody in this sure. community. So the next day I called him, I was like, um, so Jeff, I know the I know the clinic. He had started the clinic on his own at first, yeah. uh, and I said, Jeff, you want to do this home care thing with me? Yeah. I mean, and of course he was really excited about it. Yeah, where were we at? Uptown? It was Uptown. Hey, bro, on you want to grab a drink? <laughs> was, Sunday? was it Sunday it night? It might have been. It was no, busy. It was, so, it was yeah, busy. Actually, it was right. either Thursdays or I was going to say, how'd you guys get in conversation? Sunday nights are too yeah. wild there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny because my sister was there yeah, with yeah. her friend. And there, she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, yeah. I'm meeting somebody. She's like, who? And I'm like, I introduced him to John. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, we're going to be right over there if you need me, sis. So we just started putting the game plan together. How are we going to do this? You know, what's our strategy? Do I want to do this? I had a lot of things going on at that time. Mm-hmm. But then I kept coming back to John and his skill set and, and his hunger, mm-hmm. his drive to want to do it. I huge. said, this is the perfect compliment. It's, it's, I'm sure every job, everybody will be very satisfied with their own jobs. I just feel like it's hard to find a job um, more satisfying than being in this industry because of course, of course, of course, we get paid to do what we do, yeah. but it's instant gratification. Yeah. Very rewarding. And that's really hard. That's hard to come about in, in a broad spectrum of work itself. But in an industry where every day I'm looking at how I can make this person's life easier mm-hmm. or make them feel better. And boy, do people show their gra- uh, gratification when you help them. Um, that's what makes it easy. That's what makes this job easy. You're fixing their problem. Well, right. and you know how hard it is to impress our, our people. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they're saying, yeah. they're picky. Hey, listen, they'll tell you Good right time. up front. They yeah. don't like you. You're, no, they're never going to see you. Not the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans. No way. I love all our Chaldean people. Man, some of them are pretty picky. That's yeah. why we go the extra mile. Yeah. We go above and beyond. Yeah. So you guys complement each other very well in in the on the physical side. Your lower extremities, your upper extremities. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys complement each other in the in the uh, day business day. management side of things? That's that's a great question, yeah. actually. Um, That's why I have my own show. Yeah, we have our own good show. Question, <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, um, good question, ATG. Honestly, because I never get too high or too yeah. low on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty. I'm always like right here with Even things. Q. Yeah. So in business, you know, John might get a little worried about a, a few yeah. different things. I'm like, hey, bro, listen, this is the right strategy. Let's let's see if this is gonna work this way. Sometimes so, I need to hear that, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the bank account. And I'm looking <laughs> at you know our outgoing expenses. I'm looking at incoming, uh, you know, incoming money, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm telling Jeff, uh, Jeff, this is what we got to do. And I can become a little bit high strung at times about it. Jeff always just comes in, never worried, and it brings me back. We get a lot of rejections, guys. This is not easy. No, no, but you need that balance. What you're saying that's that's huge because um, at the end of the day, your team is gonna need to see that that the two can mash well. Yeah. So that means the whole company is gonna run well. It's a perfect. And you mentioned John being organized and meticulous and. I'm, and that's totally who I am. So it's funny if there ever is a long day or a stressful yeah. day and I go home like, oh, my God, like, what do I got to do tomorrow? Yeah. It's funny because I'm like, Jeff will tell me everything's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. Jeff will say You're everything's going to be all right. We're, we're, getting, we're getting rejected a lot. It's, yeah. it's not easy. It's okay. But, yeah. but we're, 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 we're part we know of success, our strengths, yeah. right? We know we our keep strengths. growing. We know our still, weaknesses. Yeah. We play off of those. Yeah. And honestly, we I think that's what makes Park Home Series well, so Well, in good. regards to what you just said right now, you said that's how we're growing. What is your growth plan, and are you guys currently hiring right now? And if you are, what departments are you in need of? We're always hiring. Um, we're hiring for physical therapy, nursing, uh, home health aides. Um, mm-hmm. we, we definitely, nursing is high on our priority right now sure. for all of Oakland County, Wayne County. Um, what How was the nursing market now? I used to own a company called Nurse Now. We used okay. to have a nurse staff. We were yeah. nurse staffers. 
uh, back in the day. This is 10 years ago, 12 years ago, or something like that. But sure. It was it was a really competitive business. Yeah. Uh, the nurses that were not working weren't working because they sucked. Yeah. Or they were blacklisted or yeah. you know whatever. So so how do you find nurses these days? It's really hard. We yeah, we, we got to we got to sell me and John basically and yep. and that it's a great company and and basically we're small enough to where we try to make them feel like they're part of the company, yep. which they are. It's like it's very family oriented <clears throat> right now. So we try to tell them, "Hey guys, come with us. It's it's in its infancy right now, mm-hmm. but we're heading to bigger and brighter things." So again, we use we we borrow on our experiences and we use that for training. So everybody gets to know, like, you know, even if even if home care is not a strong suit of yours, but there's reasons why you're interested in doing it, mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll spend time with you. We'll 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 invest our time in you to, to help you. And get so better. so a nurse that is working those crazy nurse hours, yeah, so the, yeah. the grueling yeah. nursing yeah. hours, can come to you and not to take a break, but We'll get relief from that mad, maddening flat. schedule so, that, they, that they're dealing with. So that's, I think that's what attracts people it's to lure, working yeah, in, sure. uh, yeah. in home care is there's there's autonomy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's flexibility, and, you know, you make your own schedule with the patient, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? So, I mean, if those 12-hour days, you know, we do have nurses that have full-time jobs mm-hmm. at the hospitals. And they have the... And yeah, then they'll pick up, right? They'll just days. pick up a couple patients because it's more at their own pace. Maybe they schedule patients from... 12 to 2 mm-hmm. you're still sleeping in you're not working late right it's very yeah. attractive yeah. for that it person. is especially someone who has a family and they're just looking for you know oh, yeah. a few extra hours here and there it's perfect for yeah. that so, person. so if you're out there i know a lot yeah. of girls that are in nursing school and and, right that, and, and why go into the gr- grueling grind of yeah the the graveyard shift and all that into, yeah, yeah. Like the midnight shift yeah. and everything yeah so yeah. check out park yeah. yeah i mean they may have something to offer you for you newcomers that are coming to be uh, Nurses, doctors, any of that stuff, or maybe want to get a little bit of uh, our, our feel pay, for it. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we pay uh, our wages are very competitive, tops mm-hmm. in the industry. So mm-hmm. we take it, take care of the patients financially. We do offer some benefits too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty flexible to come work with me and John, yeah. and, and we'll have it's a lot of fun. Not that bad. We try yeah. to keep it's it fun, you know, <laughs> like loose. Yeah. yeah, we're not. We don't want you know. We're not. It's not an uptight company. Or work work hard, play hard. Exactly. That's, what it That's is. the you way just, it is. If you don't enjoy your job, you're not. You're not working. That is true. You're just not working. That's true. You guys um, have any people you want to give a shout out? I know you guys are complimenting yeah. one another. Sure. Anybody you want to maybe, you know, give a little love to from your staff or anybody that was a mentor for you guys? Your parents or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. Listen, like my, my parents are, are have been a big influence on my life. Um, both, both my mom and my dad are, are very different. Um, my my dad taught me to always respect people, um, to, to work very honestly and ethically. What industries are they in? So my dad used to be in the party store business. Okay. And then he ended up becoming a, a butcher for a while. Oh, really? My mother. I like actually, him. Yeah, he's, I love he's, cooking. That's why yeah. I might know him. He's at that Kroger on Twelve Miles South and Evergreen. Oh, he's there for I'll a go while. visit him. I'll definitely <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, so my my mom though, she's she's more the entrepreneur in the family. Yeah. She started selling clothes out of our basement in our Southfield home. Awesome. And, and then from there, it turned into two clothing boutiques in Southfield. We used to have a. What was her names? Uh, classy fashions and glamorous boutique. Okay. Right on Eleven in Evergreen. Yes, exactly. Okay. Remember the, uh, yeah. One by Lefendi. Yep. 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 Cool. Yep. So yeah. So she she was in that she's in that fashion industry. She was in that industry for about ten years. Now I did learn a lot from her. Unfortunately, those both businesses ended up going up bankrupt. So, but she was always Jeff. You got to push. You got to strive harder. Like don't don't get discouraged. She was always in my ear about 
shooting, you know, for the stars, yep. really. Um, so those, to me, those are the two big influences in my life. Plus, your dad always had a knife in his hand. So. Oh, he was like, he was, <laughs> he was ready to use it. So right, right. I better listen to Yeah, no problem chopping up meat, right? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my parents, most parents, you know, are big influences on their on their children. My parents have always just been supportive of what I want to do, as long as it makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, and what as, industries are they in? Um, so, so my mom had to raise uh, six warriors. Yeah, busy. Yeah. That's a job. Yeah. That's a job. Well, That's an industry. She was, she she was, was a parent. We, we didn't have the internet back then. It was the phone book looking for lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. The distilla she'd cook with. Oh, she just. She still till this day doesn't know how to cook for less. Oh, of course. She still will make big pots and tell everyone to come and grab my like, mom. Like, call me, call me next time. <laughs> call me next time. And, well, Drew, uh, Drew will come and your brother course. will come and eat. That's why I always hear him. I'm going my way to Jonathan's house right now. John's house. <laughs> so, pops. yeah, my, my father's in the hospitality industry. Okay. Um, he's been uh, in, in hospitality hotels since like the early 90s. Uh, he's mm. been an entrepreneur for a very long time and that's resonated and, and blended down to me and my brothers. You know, everybody, it's always been, find your niche, yeah. right? You know, Salim's a lawyer and he's a realtor. My brother Tommy's a CPA. Two of my brothers um, are pharmacists. Uh, another brother that I have, he works with commercial appraising. Find your niche. Yeah. You know, if, you wanna, if you wanna dive in with two feet, just go for what you know. Yep. So, so my father's always preached that. Um, and I've always been really appreciative of that. And it's nice to always have support where no matter the ups and downs of work, you know. Of course. Mm -hmm. Shout out to any staff members, any managers. Yeah, I would say an underrated shout out should go to the doctors who are at least willing to give us a yeah. chance, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff has yep. mentioned how competitive this is. The doctors are out there, and I'm sure if they're looking at this, they'll know who they are who've given us a chance with yeah. referrals. You know, the doctors out there, we ask for a chance. If yeah. we're providing the service that we're claiming we can, yep. then we're making your life easier as a physician, right? You know mm -hmm. your patients are being cared for. You know your patients are getting the most attentive care. Reputability. So, oh, yeah. you know, we thank every doctor who's giving us an opportunity, every discharge coordinator, every discharge The patients, nurse, their you know, families that believe in us, that still call us yeah. to this day. Hey, where are you guys? Patients are a really big marketing yeah. uh, tool. I mean, oh, yeah. if, we do good, if we do good with them, if yep. they have a family member who's happened to fall, broken yeah. a hip, or any number of yeah. reasons, you know, we've actually gotten quite a few calls. We don't know you, but you took care of so-and-so. Yeah. And that and that means the world to us. That's, a lot of word of mouth. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. What about uh, just closing it out, give a couple minutes of, uh, of uh, encouragement to people that are out there that w would, be a, would have been in your shoes, you know, 18 months ago. Like you being just working doing your thing and then deciding that you want to get into your own business and launching your own business yeah i think i would say if you really really if you feel like you want to do it and mm -hmm. you don't have enough support system around you telling you you should do it call jeff yeah call jeff <laughs> call jeff he will, he will tell you all the nice things you want to hear but I'm always on call many times i, I so. honestly would say for me, it's the first time I've ever had the opportunity to be in entrepreneurship. Yeah, it's been the most challenging and rewarding. Yeah. And I, guys, we haven't even scratched so, the surface. Right. Yeah. I, I think this company is going to stay around for a very, very long time. We wish you right? the best that you Thank do. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, and it's only been it's only been a year. I love the logo, by the way. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to shout uh, out to Chris Abro. Chris Abro for the <laughs> right. logo. Our first draw it a little bit. Yeah. Our first interview, right? That was yeah, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. Creative media. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris hooked it up. Um, He's Chris. actually going to be a guest uh, host on the show oh, really? pretty soon. Yeah, I know. I he, talked to him about that. Yeah, he, he's he's interviewing. 
He's doing some <laughs> interviews. It's gonna be wild. So what do you? What about you? What do you want to? I mean, for me, like like when John up. called me, like listen, guys, you know, follow your dreams. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. You know, work hard. The main thing is you gotta work hard. You got you gotta have an agenda. Yep. You can't just think it's just gonna come to you. You gotta go out and grab it. You know. Yeah. You can't just. Some people just like some. You know, the, the millennials. I don't want to bring them up. They're gonna get bad rap. The microwave babies. <laughs> You know, they think, you know, some page people think you're just going to become successful overnight. No, mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of behind the behind the scenes stuff, people don't know, like, yeah. how hard yeah. we're working to make this product We grow. won't even flop it. This is very hard. Oh, yeah, no doubt. This is extremely difficult. Because you use yeah. books or mentors or, or video guys. Uh, the, I asked Jeff, I read everything that yeah. CMS, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, I read everything that um, Medicare has to say about the yeah. industry. I, okay. I'm a big compliance guy. Yep. I, we, we have we have lawyers and we have um, compliance um, officers that we work with, um, and I'm constantly constantly seeing what's changing in our industry. Right. So we're dealing with the federal government. So there's a lot of things that are always changing and they're not always readily accessible. Right. So you need to go searching for that stuff to make sure you're doing things the right way. Yep. I, I enjoy reading them. Um, well, he loves Gary Vee. Gary Vee's the boss. Gary Vee has been very helpful to He's me. good. He's great. A few yeah. people have mentioned him on our shows. It's, it's, yeah. he's I never knew who he was until John mentioned yeah. him. That same thing. Now I do follow him. He's yep. the but boss. honestly, like, you know what hypes us up? The Chaldean community in general. We see so many people doing so many wonderful things. Honestly, that's what motivates us. I mean, when I see, read the paper and I and I see one of our own doing something amazing in Detroit, yep. let's say, yep. or anything, I'm like, wow, I gotta step, we gotta step up right yeah. now. This is yeah. amazing. Look what our community is doing yeah. out here. Makes so, you feel good. Yeah, makes you feel really good. It. Yep, let's be a part You wanna be part of it, you know? Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Tukipne. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you guys very much for coming on. Thank spending you guys. your time, sharing yeah. your story. Yep. Appreciate it, was it guys. Awesome. Nice to meet yeah. you. Guys. Great to know. Thank we'll, you guys. We wish you, you some great growth, and uh, hopefully, um, you guys can maybe help me too. With yeah, a little bit, man. I'm, <laughs> we got I'm, get, I'm getting run down, man. <laughs> we can stick around afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we hope clear the table. Clear we the hope table. you never need our services. Yeah. But we're if you do, we're gonna put all of the information that was in here in the in the description. So. Anyone that needs to find them or, or needs uh, to reach out to them, all the information will be in the description, guys. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks, guys. Thank you.